Welcome to the Lead Up Podcast, where one moment can change one life. Here is your host, Nick Poole, with some leadership steps you can take this month. Welcome to the Lead Up Podcast, where we strive to help you function at your fullest potential as an influencer, recognizing that one moment can change one life. This is Nick Poole, your host, and this month we are talking about something that should be really the end goal for every leader, multiplication. And I know that might send uh, horror and bad memories through your mind of math class in high school, but that's not what we're talking about. You see, the assumption can often be that a leader is someone that simply gets others to do things, but that's not really a leader. That's just a manager. A true leader is someone who influences others and ultimately reproduces who they are. One of the great examples of this in history is a man by the name of John Wesley. Now, John Wesley was a leader of a movement within the Church of England in the 1700s that became known as Methodism. Moving across Great Britain and Ireland, John Wesley would help form and organize small Christian groups that developed intensive and personal accountability, discipleship, and religious instruction groups. He appointed itinerant, unordained evangelists, people who weren't pastors, both women and men, to care for these different groups of people. Under Wesley's direction, Methodists became leaders in many social issues of the day, including the abolition of slavery and prison reform. His unique approach at the time was often met with persecution, but he continued on. While John Wesley was at first resistant to break from the Church of England, his movement movement would eventually launch into their own denomination that is known today as the Methodist Church. This unique approach that still stands today was an approach that taught that there, there was a specific way that you could follow Jesus, that wasn't simply uh, about meeting with or learning from John Wesley, but Methodism embodied the value of multiplying what and who you are into others in a specific way. Now, hundreds of years later, that expression has taken on different forms, but it still stands today. One of the ways leaders shortchange themselves so often is by focusing simply on the here and now. And sure, in the here and now, you can usually survive with what you currently have. But to develop your organization, your company, or your ministry further beyond where you are right now, it demands multiplication. And even more so, to see what you are leading outlast you, it's imperative to develop others and multiply yourself and others. And that leads us to this month's lead-up line. When you multiply yourself, you multiply your mission. When you multiply yourself, you multiply your mission. You see, it's more than an exercise of simply getting more stuff done. Multiplying yourself isn't about spreading the tasks around so it's less work for everyone. That's called delegation. And while delegation is important, delegation is not reproducing who you are, just what you do. When you reproduce who you are and truly multiply yourself, you ultimately multiply your mission. Now, I'm a pastor, and as a pastor, the greatest thing I can do isn't to preach a great sermon or even have a really good counseling session with a couple. The greatest thing I can do is multiply who I am into someone else so the incredible mission I am pursuing now has one more person in pursuit of it. This doesn't just multiply my efforts, it multiplies the passion, the vision, the creativity, every part of who God has made me into someone else. 
And if we want to see our mission multiplied, it's time we start looking to reproduce who we are and stop, stop simply delegating what we do. You see, the result of delegating what we do is uh, simple addition. Instead of one person doing all these things, we now have two people doing all these things. The same load is just spread out over more people. But when we reproduce who we are, we experience multiplication. Rather than one person creating what our mission calls us to, there are now two people creating what our mission calls us to. And the result of two people doing this becomes exponential. It's not just the same things spread over multiple people. It's more things than we could have ever envisioned that are all pursuing the same mission. Now, multiplication happens on a couple different levels. First, to invest in others and reproduce who you are, you have to be invested in first. In the Bible, one of the most prominent leaders, and at least in the New Testament, was this guy by the name of the Apostle Paul. He would write 13 of the 27 books in the New Testament. It's safe to say that aside from Jesus, he is one of the most important figures in the early church. But Paul wouldn't be the spiritual giant and leader that we know him to be today without another man by the name of Barnabas. After Paul had his conversion experience in Acts 9, none of the church leaders would get anywhere near the guy because Paul had previously been responsible for imprisoning and executing Christians across the Roman Empire. Well, that was uh, until he experienced Jesus, which transformed him. And, and consequently, people were staying away from him. And then steps in Barnabas. Barnabas, this seasoned, well-respected man, steps in. He puts his name on the line on behalf of Paul. Now, Barnabas was a key figure in Paul's journey. Without Barnabas, we would probably not know Paul and not have Paul. And this is the point I'm making. We all need a Barnabas in our lives. The idea of multiplying ourselves can easily shift to simply what we are giving to others, but we can't give what we haven't first been given. And my question to you is, who is multiplying themselves into you? Who is your Barnabas? To find a Barnabas, you need to find a person that has two things. One, that's ahead of you on the journey. This might be a person that you can learn from in your field or profession, uh, or even a person that is more mature, maybe in their faith or, or in their career. And, and, and it needs to be someone that can challenge you and inspire you to be more, to be better, to, to grow. So the per first thing is they need to be ahead of you on the journey. The second is it needs to be someone that you connect with relationally. The investment you desire and the investment that you need will come most effectively through the vehicle of relationship. You need someone that you can uh, connect with relationally. There is some amount of relational chemistry. So your Barnabas should be a person uh, that uh, you currently do or maybe in the future could consider being a friend. So uh, find a Barnabas. The first way we see multiplication is when others invest in you. The second way multiplication affects us is what we uh, most of us are always usually thinking uh, with this concept. We need others around us that we are reproducing ourselves into, that we are multiplying ourselves into. Using the example of Paul again, he didn't just have Barnabas in his life, but he also had men like Timothy. Timothy was a young man that Paul met on one of his missionary journeys, uh, and Timothy grew up and lived in the town of Lystra. Paul would invite him to join his team and over time would invest in Timothy. 
Eventually, Timothy would lead one of the churches Paul started, the church in Ephesus, and become a spiritual son to Paul. Paul hadn't just delegated responsibility over something or tasks that he had on his plate, but he had reproduced who he was into Timothy. And while we all need a Barnabas, we also need to seek out a Timothy. And this is what was key about Paul investing in Timothy. Paul sought Timothy out. Paul was looking for people to multiply himself into. Part of that was necessity. He was planting more churches than he could sustain by himself. But also part of that was he knew that the ultimate goal of a leader was to multiply themselves. It's not simply to get things done, but to equip and empower others to own the mission. And this is our lead up line. When you multiply yourself, you ultimately multiply your mission. And and as we start to wrap up this month's episode, I want to challenge you with two things. One, find a Barnabas. Find a person that you can learn from, grow from, and invest into. It might be someone you're already connected with. It might be someone that you uh, look up to, that you've uh, aspired to. Uh, In today's day and age, this has become easier than ever before. It doesn't have to be someone that is geographically close to you. Now we have technology like Zoom or Skype or uh, Google Chat or Microsoft Teams where you can video and have a conversation with people who don't even live geographically close to you. Seek out a Barnabas, seek out someone that you can learn from, grow from, that is ahead of you on the journey and that will challenge you to be more. Find a Barnabas. The second is be willing to seek out a Timothy. This is a person or a group of people that you can invest who you are into, that you can reproduce yourself into and not simply offload tasks, but to multiply your ultimate mission into. Who is your Timothy? That might be someone that's currently part of your team or your organization, but it might be someone that is not. For, for Paul, it was someone that was not. Timothy wasn't part of his team. He sought him out and invited him to be part of his team. Seek someone out. Be willing to look for someone that you can invest into and become a Timothy in your life. So we all need a Barnabas, but we also need a Timothy. And as we recognize when, uh, the importance of multiplication, we'll see our mission furthered. Why? Because when you multiply yourself, you multiply your mission. Thank you guys so much for joining me once again this month for the Lead Up Podcast. It's always a joy uh, to get to, uh, to have this time together. And I would encourage you, whatever podcast platform you are listening on, whether it's Apple or Google or Amazon or Spotify or wherever it might be, feel free to let others know about this podcast. Uh, Subscribe if you aren't already so that you can have uh, each episode, the second Thursday of the month, drop in your app or on your phone or your device. And and feel free to share this and give us a good review. We'll be back next month uh, as usual on the second Thursday of the month with our next Lead Up podcast where one moment can change one life. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Nick, your host. Lead well and we'll see you next month. This has been the Lead Up Podcast. This episode has been underwritten by Calvary Church of Irwin, PA. You can find out more about Calvary by visiting calvaryirwin.com. Join us again next month on the Lead Up Podcast, where one moment can change one life.